Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready or not, here comes Debbie. Debbie's getting out. Debbie's strutting stuff. Debbie's Debbie's gotta let go. Why did I do it? Why did I do it? When's it my turn? Everything's coming up, Debbie. Everything's coming up, Debbie. For me and for you. That was nice there, Red. Thanks. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. <laughs> Christina. Video editor, I'm hoping you can put me some of the pink feathers that I had on a graphic. I assume you have a graphics department here. No, we don't, Debbie. No, we don't. Yo, what? 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 Where did she get that? Uh, With the green boots, mind you, which I think are vintage. I would never critique that. There were so many things on that outfit. She pulls it off. I would never say a, a word against her and what she wore. Again, it's like someone staring in a looking glass telling <laughs> the future. Oh, oh, so, this is so very exciting. Because I, I, I know that once you hit your 60s, you're going to spark, especially 65, 
70s for sure. You're going to sp- start speaking in an affected voice, an accent. I already kind of am. A la Tina Turner or Madonna. Like, We're going to do things like this. You're just you're going to do that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm here at the epicenter of temporary insanity. <laughs> Move out the way, lady. <laughs> I didn't bring my donkey. <laughs> Y'all, it's the tell-all. It's the couple's tell-all. I this can't. I can't believe we're here. What? Do you need an espresso? No, I'm fine. Because I just said this is toe. This is toe. This Thank is you. The toe tell-all. It's the toe ta. You drink your iced tea. It's the tta. Tta. Toe ta. The couple's tell-all. The first hour. Um, Not really. Kind of. Kind of. So I guess they're not going to do what they did on Happily Ever After, where I thought they were going to, since we're having three tell-alls, we just assumed they were going to, remember Happily Ever After, didn't the first tell-all was them all, there was a lot of them going to I the I don't tell-all. think they know each other the same yeah. way. I think they're starting to get to meet well, each other. Also, the couples are together usually in Happily yeah. Ever After, and a lot of them are not together. Right. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, my my uh, foot got tangled in my mic cord. Riveting. And now I want to put on my black honey. <laughs> Didn't you just put it on? I drank some water. I ate it off. While you're doing that. Yeah. Um, y'all, tomorrow during the Below Deck show, um, uh, I'm going to, I'm not going to do it today because we realized, or I realized that when this show is broadcast, Eurovision is already over. Eurovision um, is already over. So if you go Bless to Bless his heart. Y'all, he had planned it. I was, he was so, so excited. Exci- he was ready to. He had sparklers. He even hired a couple of dancing men, and they all. Well, he just had to send them home. Hired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I paid them in ways that were better than money. He, Let's just say that. And texted him, said, "I'll finally give you your wallet back if you do this." <laughs> it's always all worth it. Um. So. Uh, Eurovision, Poodle's Eurovision Corner is actually going to be on our Below Deck episode that airs Tuesday. And then I will wrap up the finale. Basically, if you go to our Instagram right now, you'll see me give me, I'm explaining to you the semifinal. Mm -hmm. It's the, and then I'm also going to do an Instagram. It sounds nuts. (laughs) It does. I don't know half of what you said. It is like the Charlie Day meme on uh, Always Sunny. Yes, you're telling me things and I'm just going yeah. even more than normal. I'm just going, <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. I, I sounded like I was high on amphetamines. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I yes. was very excited. Well, no, you weren't just excited, but also just relaying actually what you saw. No, what happened? It's hard to explain Eurovision if you don't know what it is. Um, I can see that. Yeah. There's crazy shit going on this year, y'all. Um, you can go to our Instagram. And then on, on Thursday, you'll I've, I've already put a video of my... I'll I'll be out of town, but I'll put a video. You'll be out of country. Of, I'll be out of country. You Just will. a quick jaunt. <laughs> Just a quick jaunt. I have a connection to the travel agency these days. <sighs> Sorry, I want to just laugh like Heather from Selling Sunset. <laughs> Selling Sunset, so good, y'all. It's so uh, good. It's be so sure good. Check it out this week. But y'all, check out, and then on on the Below Deck podcast that will drop on Tuesday, I will be doing a full wrap up. So you will. I'm going to take a gummy. You will experience me uh, of losing my mind. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 
I love Eurovision. If you want to watch it, it's on Peacock. Um, Peacock. Um, anyway, uh, so that's that being that. Selling Sunset Season 6, yes. Ultimatum Queer Love is coming up. You're by curious It's probably going to be ending in matchmaking. That's going to be out um, soon for April. It'll be out soon in a, a week or so. We got that going on. We don't remember... Um, uh, what else do we want to remind? I think that's it. I can't yep. think of anything else. Excuse me. Yes. B90 trailer. Oh. Uh, we've got B90 premieres. B90 season six premieres um, June 4th. So we'll have two tell-alls. Doesn't that sound like that's far away? No. But I mean, it does in part of my brain, but it's not. It is not. Not a, everybody in Oklahoma, they're getting out of school this week. Or who, next week. Who gives a shit? You're getting out of school. Well, Aunt Peggy okay, and Aunt Darla care about it. They're getting a fight about that's it now. Early to get out of school. Well, we start in we start school in August. I think there's a di- big difference. It's too between... hot. Air conditioning. Too expensive for the schools. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They save more. What do you mean? It saves saves. That's what I always to... heard. It saves more in August. It's hotter in August. No, no, I don't know. That's what they always tell us when we were kids. So I believe that that makes no sense. What kind of does now? I said, but that's what they told us. The teachers said it gets too hot to go to school in June. Oh, I see. So, so they, June, they end in May. They end in May. They but isn't August hot? Yeah, August is. Well, back in the day, it used to not be as hot, but now it's all hot. We need to move on. What the yeah. fuck am I being dragged into this? <laughs> it used for? to only get hot in July. I don't know if I believe that. I think you... That's what Miss Griffin told us in third grade. <laughs> and she read us books about Do So the Dolphin and uh, and the Boxcar Children. So I believed her. Do So? Do So the Dolphin. Why was it Do So? I don't know. It was just called Do So the Dolphin. I, we're in an area. <laughs> anyway. And I'm I gotta just... leave. Anyway, I do want to let people know that um, Aunt Peggy and Aunt Darla are going at it again. <laughs> I just want everybody to know, because basically my cousin Kelly, who's Aunt Peggy's daughter that I call Sissy, she, her daughter, my second cousin Tori, is about to pass some, medi- pass some medical exam boards for PA. Well, her, my future, my future. Nephew-in-law? My future second cousin-in-law, her boyfriend, because <laughs> they're going to get married. No! No, so he's moving down to Ardmore, and so my brother has a rental house that they want to rent from. Well, Aunt Peggy wants to show the house because Aunt Peggy's a realtor. But guess who's the property manager? Manager, my brother's Aunt rental Darla. house. Aunt Darla. Aunt Darla. And Aunt Darla said, "I don't care if I just had hip surgery and can barely walk. I'll walk over there and beat her ass." <laughs> so, and Aunt Peggy I guess said, "Well, through- the realtor's got to show it. It's just professionalism." So. I'm sure. She said, I'll wait in the car. So through repeated bouts of cancer, health scares, (laughs) hip surgery, they still find time to antagonize each other. Oh, yes. Aunt Peggy said, I'll sit out there in my my Lexus just to piss the bitch off in the driveway. So anyway, that's what's going on. That's what's going on in Ardmore. So... I, I can't. Even, I was going to ask a follow up question, but I need to move on. I'm. I'm. Thoughts I, and prayers. Y'all. I need to just keep going. <laughs> We're at the tell all. We're at the tell all. Gabe is in New York City. He's excited to meet Danielle. What? The as soon fuck? as he said that, I'm like, 
you have terrible taste. I went, something's off on that ticker. And he's so excited to, and again, it seems like he's out there, he's giving me Angela energy and Big Ed energy. Um, I think he's a, I think he's a bit of a tryhard in this. Tone. Yeah. And this I, is, I don't think it's Big Ed Angela. I don't want to go that far. I don't think it's in, it's not even close to that. You know, but, but I'm talking about hard. I'm talking about in the way that they talk about. I can't wait to see so and so and treat them like celebrities. Both of them do that. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and I think, I think they ask about when they ask who are you excited to see. I don't know if they wanted to say. I don't think the brand ever wants to say who do you who are you not excited to see. That's not what they want either. I well, think they he, do. They did. They do though. Now that I think the producers, of course, are asking them this question. I think that's negative brand. Uh, I totally impact. disagree. They want them to fight because they ask them, "Who are you excited to see?" That the next question, obviously, is, "Who are you not excited to see?" I guess, but no, no one else answered it except for Gabe. Um, didn't uh, Jen said? Um, she said she talked about she doesn't love. Uh, Osama. She said she didn't love Osama. Yeah. And she was excited to see Debbie or something like that. Speaking of Gabe's decision making, did Gabe say he felt like Osama and Debbie both loved one another? That's what I'm saying. These are the worst takes What show ever. was he watching? Well, remember, they filmed this earlier in the season, but still, but still. No, but I bet you they, I bet you they only saw like, he never, he, but he never saw Bad Osama. That only happened well, in like the last four episodes. Well, Jen doesn't like Osama, even. So, I don't know. I want to know. Maybe we can ask Veronica. Um... He he has plenty of other bad takes, though. Well, the fact, y'all, we started with him liking Danielle. That's already. I He'll never come back for that for me. Oh, I still like Gabe. Mm. I don't ever. Boy, I, how quickly. I, well, here's here's the thing. Um, I don't like someone who's enjoying their stardom. I don't think this is the place for it. And also who enjoys antagonizing people. Um. Uh. I, I don't like it. Yeah, I can't see that. He 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 was butting into everyone's uh, everyone who was interviewed. He had to have his time, mm-hmm. and I find that annoying. So I don't want to see him on tell alls. I, I didn't mind him too much on the show. I don't want him on a tell all again. Well, I think I think this is what they like. What they what the what they like for people to interject in each other and fight. It might be what they like. I'm not saying he's not going to be liked. Yeah. For this. That's no, I'm what, not disagreeing. That's, I'm just saying, get used to it. I think you're going to see more of it and that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway. Which no, doesn't, I mean, to, to clarify on that, it's, um, I don't know. I go, it sometimes works because Sean doesn't do a great job a lot of times of holding people to the fire. Mm-hmm. So, but it feels weird that they have to have cast members do that. What do you mean? Hold people accountable for things they said. Oh, it's the season. it's absolutely ridiculous. It should be the host. Well, it's because it, they don't. The producers don't want to ask these questions. Yeah, because they want to keep people involved as long as possible. 
Yeah. Um, and the producers can say, oh, we definitely want you back. We're so sorry about what happened on the tell-all last time. That wasn't our fault. Yeah. So that's, it's plausible deniability. Um, mm, it's not fair. No. Um, Nicole says, it's a great day. Muhammad and I have gone through a lot of changes. People will be surprised. And then she meets Gabe and she says, this year I'm not going to enable my insecurities or or his insecurities. So, y'all, if you haven't watched this yet, one whole shoulder is off. She looks fucking fantastic. Nicole? Yeah. She looks gorgeous. Um, And Gabe asked, he went, is it a wig? I thought it was a wig. And she said, no, (laughs) it's a real Most people think it's a wig. We, We discussed it. And and then Gabe is very confident in telling us who he's a fan of and who he's not. Not a fan of Mahmoud. Um, and but I uh, think Osama is genuine, and he loves Debbie. Remember, Gabe's been engaged how many times with tattoos from different women? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and um, Nicole says this year I no longer ask him to give permission to to wear what I want, and Gabe's like. How can he treat you like that? And then, did you see this? This was the most revealing thing I'd ever seen. She was like, are you going to ask him that? I know. When she said that, I was like, ooh. Are you? And she went, because I've always depended on the kindness of strangers. Yeah. Like Blanche Dubois. We got there. She's recruiting people to do her dirty work for her. Yeah. This is about humiliating him. I kind of have respect. It's kind of it's I, kind of genius. I agree with it. It's how she's done it that's all. That's what I'm saying. I people haven't seen through it. It's like a it's like a I don't know one of those shows or movies where some woman had a good reveal where you see I don't know something you've seen. I'll watch it on a plane. No, I think it it was finally revealed, but there have been shots all the way through. Yeah, um, and it's because of her victim mentality. We've let it ride. Well, and I think also that it's uh, it's what they've done in their storyline. I think if we look, if you looked at what storyline probably had the most uh, the most holes in it, and we knew the less about, I bet it was their storyline. Yeah, I think theirs was the most. I think you've said this too, but the most produced storyline on this season. Oh yeah, definitely. It was riveting, but I think it was the most massage, not fake, but just they really crafted a story. Are you going to tell him that for me? Christina zooms in, gives me Vaseline filter. Can you do that, Christina? No, you got to stop. You, you, you're, <laughs> you, you can't make these unrealistic demands of Christina. She can't take time to do this. Please don't do it, Christina. I'm just a woman. I'm just a defenseless woman with a bob. I'm just a broomstick with a wig. A broomstick with a wig. Uh, in other news... Um, uh, Danielle says, you know, um, a lot of people don't understand us. (laughs) I'm going to speak my truth and they'll have to accept it. Like I do every day. (laughs) As soon as she said that, I went, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I just have, I just have an urge to scream out, bitch. Every time I said to it on the street, (laughs) but you know what? I'm, I'm going to make a prediction now and I hate this. I think she's going to behave herself because she's aware of what she is hyper self-aware. Strangely, she's never aware in talking heads, but I think she's very self-aware on this. I I think they'll, 
I think they'll I think they'll skate by this tell all. She's gonna get a redemption edit. Um, I, I think know Nic- it. I think we didn't get really that much into the tell all, but I think Nicole Mock Miss Mood and um, I think Chris and Jamie are going to be the two big explosive people what we talk a lot about in these tell alls. Oh, Chris and Jamie, you mean you mean you, we're going to talk about a lot about Nicole and Miss Mood mm-hmm. and yeah. Chris and Jamie, like those are the ones that people are going to have a lot of opinions about. And now I think yes, Debbie and Osama and all that, but um. So y'all, uh, 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 Gabe, Nicole, and Debbie are just talking about, and y'all, Debbie. If we need to talk about looks, um, no one's look matters except for Debbie's. It's this pink feathery thing. It she definitely killed a drag queen to get yep. it, or a sex worker. It, oh, um, she looks great. She looks fantastic. But I don't care. Again, I think her green boots are vintage from when she wore them when she, in her youth. Um, we said, y'all, Chris shows up. She's like, boy, I didn't think I was going to get here. I was so sick. <laughs> Just I was so, so extremely sick. It's Aunt Darla to a T, it isn't is, it? Yeah. Oh, she's like, oh, I just, you know, barely got here. Got, and Gabe, and Gabe said, I think she's full of baloney. She's always sick. I, I will say, I know it gets on your nerves because I know Sean won't do it. Gabe and Chris are going to go at it, and I'm they really I'm are really happy that I'll be happy to see that. That I think I don't mind as much as trying to expose lies, but I think for me, I think he's going to go hard where it's an American mindset, and that's why I, I why I won't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Um. Jen shows up. She looks fine. More importantly. Well done, 90 Day Fiance, of doing a drag queen tease of who are. It was like, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego interest with Veronica and Tim? Oh, well done. Wasn't it great? Yes. Coming out of the van, we didn't. We saw shoes. We saw feet. We didn't know. It was very. It was very RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. Yes. I boom, loved boom, it. Boom, 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 boom. Um, I just one thing. Chris's jacket is hideous. Uh, I don't know what she's wearing. It's like a crushed velvet thing. Oh yeah, it's bad. Jamie looks like she went to go get glamour shots right before she this. did. She did. She <laughs> um, looks good. Rishi's coat. I don't. His get. his coat is like lightning crystals. Yeah, on it, but it doesn't fit him well. He looks still depressed. He does. Yeah. It's a very hot topic look. Yeah. Um, Johan looks fine. He looks the same. Osama looks like he's. Taken hostage. I was gonna say it looks like it's in this gray room with his gray countenance, his yeah. gray attitude, his gray energy. He just literally looks like. I will say, I don't know if Jen got help with her makeup, but it is so much better. Well, they had an artist. Yeah. I think they have artists now that do the tell-alls. Yeah. But even in her face, seems to the work that she's had done, it seems to have settled. Yeah. Um, I think she looks good. She does look good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Veronica and Tim look fantastic. They look great. Tim, Tim got eyeliner for days. <laughs> no, he likes went heavy. I really he looks like them together on the. I I love them together. I love them doing this. Like, don't get me wrong. The problem is, the problem is, is not that I'm speaking from experience, but when you have Kenny and we have Kenny and Veronica, right? We had Kenny and Tim last time. Kenny and Tim. And they were great. But 
they're both kind of snarky, especially Tim. Yeah. And so Kenny kind of had to be, he had to be his less snarky self to right. counteract Tim. And not that I'm speaking from experience, but when you're doing something in a duo show, there can only be one bitch. I'm not familiar. <laughs> but not that I can be bitchy, but it is. And I say that lovingly, actually. But they're, they're, I think one reason that we, we have a chemistry because well, we're very opposite. And I think when you get bitchy about something, I try to get more understanding. <laughs> you, you, it confuses you. <laughs> when I get bitchy about something, I'm you like, go, wait, where is the world? It's west, east, east, west. Because usually I just don't know what I'm talking about. That's true. But I think Veronica and Tim, and because like us, they know each other yeah, so well. I agree. It works really well. So, y'all, the tell-all proper begins. Um, oh, and also, Sean Robinson is taking the souls of babies somewhere. I, they've also, She's DH. They've also done something to her makeup that's slightly different. Did you notice? Yes. She looks the best she's ever looked. I agree. It's like a little softer. She looks gorgeous. Um, I think it's also they're putting... it's. It's like a little bit of orange in the makeup more than she's had before. The warmth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it looks so good. I'm really proud of you for noticing an undertone. <laughs> I am so they gave, proud they of you. They gave her a better undertone. Yeah, You're right. The student becomes the teacher. I try. So we find out Debbie and Osama. Osama. <laughs> uh, that Osama has tried to communicate. We said that at the oh, same time. time. And Debbie basically says, it's too difficult to wrap my head around what happened. And Danielle and Johan, she, she says, yes, we're still technically married. Breadcrumbs, 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 breadcrumbs. And Johan says, what do you mean? We're married. She's like, yeah, right. Yeah. And Danielle looks, I should say, Danielle looks fine. Uh, it's a little over, the, the hair and the outfit are a little overblown for the set for me. It's a little too saturated. I don't even remember what she looks like. Like a pink. I wanna... um, her hair's very, very blonde now. I don't yeah. remember being upset by it. I just already was upset by her. Um, <clears throat> uh, anyway, blah, blah, blah. Jen and Rishi, uh, they're saying, Everyone's excited to meet Debbie. Veronica they've they've the talked thing. a little bit. Um, and Nicole and Bachmood and Sean says, you've dressed more, con much less conservative than normal. And she's like, well, Mahmoud, Mahmoud shows something different, that silly heart. But, um, uh, and he's, and you know, Mahmoud is just seething right now because also the image of Mahmoud on a screen where he can't say anything and can't control her. She's living for every moment of it. Yeah. And at one point, y'all, she is more herself and her element than she's ever been. Ever been, been yeah. And she basically, Mahmoud says, no, but she looks amazing. And um, it's not what I would have chosen. And then, then, and she's like, he wants me in the bag. She's got to dig. She's got to dig. But then she smiles. And she can now. But she goes, mm. Chris and Jamie have not spoken since they had a fight. Like at all. They're the only couple that since they, quote, broke up, have not talked. Then Debbie's just fanning herself because she's hot. And that would be me. I'd be fanning myself. I'm telling you, it's a mirror, Poodle. So let's, it's a mirror. Let's move on to Debbie and Oshama. You know what? Let's take a break. Good idea. And we'll do it right after that. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy. When it comes to flowers, I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans loved the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. 
And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. All right, y'all. Sorry, we took a commercial break and we just had some. We just had a. <laughs> Do we little, tell? Well, you, you give a tease, poods. We just got a, a DM or a comment, actually. A comment. Um, from someone in Connecticut, um, and it said, "Hey, uh, <laughs> where, where, where? Someone tell us. Just tell us about yeah. your show. We don't have no, any idea who yeah, you no are. No idea who you are. Me and Deb are here, but uh, and um, we're totally funny. Let's talk. Y'all are so funny. We don't know who who you are at all. I got wine in my hand, so I'm doing voice to text right now. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, Debbie and Raina have uh, reached out. Have reached out, and, and you bet your ass we will reach back. We're going to talk to them because. I kind of want to be them. <laughs> I want to be them. I was asking Poodle, like, y'all, I've been trying to get Poodle just to take a trip to Connecticut. And he says there's no reason for us to go. And he's right. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. There's nothing around there. I agree. There's not even a bunch of listeners in Connecticut. We can't even we do a some. live show there. We have some. We could possibly do New Haven. Um, But they can go in the city. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I just like to go see. I just want to go see Daddy Silva and visit all of them. And that, as I realize, I no. Say, unless that's I'm weird. making money, we're not doing it. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> Good sense. I am the only thing that's keeping us economically afloat. You would spend money for ridiculous things. Experiences. I just would want experiences. Why, I still think it would be a good idea for us to go to India just to have Jenny make us a meal and watch that mother-in-law yell at her. I would do it. You try to claim an experience on your taxes. We get the miles. <sighs> Y'all, he's kind of right. I would I would do really. I've already, uh, last week I begged him to let me hire an orchestra. Yeah, you did. <laughs> And then I showed you, I showed you the union fees, and yeah, yeah you about pissed yourself. I did. So anyway, uh, Debbie, Debbie and Osama are up first. The old Osama I used to know wasn't a mean person. And Deb and Osama says, "We broke up because Debbie told me that she was more uh, that she would move to Morocco forever, and that was the plan." Yeah, but he's so mean. So mean. You know, I don't know if it's mean or I think it's cold is a better word. It's either this person's on the spectrum or this is mental illness. One of two. Um Yeah. Um I think there's definitely a connection to his emotions he doesn't have. Um I I wanna follow up with you and say I don't think, and I'm not, I don't want to sound like Gabe here. I don't mean it like this. I don't necessarily think Osama is a really bad guy. It's, it's, but there's, I, I, I know where you're going. I know where you're going. But there's like, or maybe he is, but there's. I think he's selfish. 
I think he's selfish, but I also think is someone selfish if they don't have the ability to be empathetic? Like it's not True. chemically possible. And I'm thinking he always thought this was a transactional relationship. And someone else on the stage who's got a 10-inch dick says, I think he's, he's exactly right. She should help him if she can. Because guess who else is in a transactional relationship? Big dick miserable and miserable bitch. bitch. She, that was, she, she doesn't know it. That was great when he said that. Yeah. And, and at, one point, at one point, Danielle went, what, what am I, a nonprofit? Which was a great line. That was a great line. I hate it. That was a she's, great line. She's gonna. She's. I hate it when when she's gonna get laugh lines. She's gonna have good lines. I think she's a formidable foe. I've decided she's not going anywhere. She's a great one to make an actual enemy out of for me. A great. What do you mean? Are you actually going to become enemies with her? I'm confused. To treat as my arch enemy, someone who's worthy of it. Wow. Yeah. Everyone needs an arch enemy. I don't have Everyone an arch enemy. Everyone needs a nemesis. No, I don't need a nemesis. Yes, you do. <laughs> Why? I don't want to be mad at anybody. You don't need someone to send you nasty DMs or shitty DMs? <laughs> I've got you to send me DMs. I don't know. I you can't, don't send I can't, nasty, I can't really be truthful. your. I can't re- really be your nemesis because no, I don't really I love hate you. you too much. I do. I love you. I have fun with you. Can we stop saying we what? love each other and move I on? I love you, Poodle. You're my friend. We need to move we'll on. be gay until the <laughs> end. Until I find someone better. <laughs> <laughs> Who would be my then, nemesis? Then our friendship has... I'm sorry. Our fr- I think our friendship has come to as long as it can. Definitely someone who likes Mr. Pibb over Dr. Pepper. That would be the first step. Everyone needs a nemesis. Wow. So, um, anyway, uh, this Gabe kind of jumps in and talks about um, someone using someone for money or something like that. And Osama says, "Oh, he's talking to Osama. You blew it. You could have had all this. And Osama says, I blew it all. But I'm honest, I can't lie to you because the Osama does think he's the hero of all this. He does think he's a hero. Sean even asked him, he says, were you in love with her? And Osama says, Osama says, I can't say that. Osama. I can't Osama. say it's not normal. Osama says, I did love her, but I don't love her now. And Julian, Debbie's, stay, Debbie's son, is losing it backstage. He's pissed. He's like, let me at him. Let me at him. Let me at him. Let me at him, boss. Um... Why did I write, he's 24, she looks older than him? Mahmoud said that. Oh, yeah. He said, she's She looks a bit older. I'm like, honey, get your eyes checked. I think it's too much. And Osama, souls have no age. Yeah, Osama's like, souls have no age. But Rishi brought up a good point. He's like, how can you just immediately stop loving someone? Yeah. Again, he says that because he's still pining over Jen. But you, even when you're scorned, you've, you've got to have something that's not connecting what you can't. You yeah. just don't fall out of love. It doesn't switch yeah. to hate immediately. No. 
Um, and y'all, they let Julian loose from some type of cage backstage. They did. And he immediately runs out. Uh, I guess he, looks he for- good. forgot his tactical gear. He, but he looks handsome, I will say. And uh, he's like, you mess with somebody's mama. Oh, my God. Send her 60 texts in two hours. You're so full of shit. 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 Did you send Debbie and, 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 and Sean's like, Mike, uh, uh, Osama, Osama, did you send Debbie a text that said, I love you? I can't remember. She said, did you call her multiple times? And Quit playing off elderly women. And Julian says, he sent 60, 60 texts in two hours. Yeah. He says, that's a psychopath. And I went, I don't know if that's a psychopath, but I do think this is someone who, that's, when he said that, I, would, I kind of made me go, is there something that feels a little insidious or, um, I mean, it could go along with mental illness. Like you said, I don't Obsessive know disorders. Yeah. how much, I don't think it's like a narcissist, but narcissism, but he is the hero of it. So there's some self-involvement too. And even when he <clears throat> talks, like he has this idea, y'all, he has this idea that he is not meant to work hard. He is a poet and that's all he should do yes. in the world is be a poet. Honey. Rilke already had someone write him letters. Uh, there is no, there's no need to do that anymore. You're nodding your head. <laughs> Don't know who that is. Somebody who's a poet, I guess. Somebody named Wilka. Rilke. Wilka. Was it, Rilke. Is it, uh, what? Rilke. Reiner Maria Rilke. Reiner Maria. Well, that's not a great name to remember. They should have changed it to like... Joe Poems. No, I'm saying, oh, I can't believe I have to explain this. Rainer Marie Rilke is a German poet, and this uh, this younger poet wrote him a bunch of letters, said, how do I get to be like you? And and Rilke wrote him these beautiful letters back. It's oh. a wonderful book. I have it over there on the shelf. Oh. Yeah, it's very, anyone who creates or does anything like art should read it. It's a fantastic What's the book Letters called? to a Young Poet by Rainer Maria Rilke. Well, I don't think Ushama has read it. No, but I'm saying his this idea. He thinks he should he should just be an artist who creates. You know, Sissy uh, Chrissy right now is going. I love that book. Oh yeah, it's who is a professional poet, and she tweeted us and she said, "Thank you for the shout out." And I have to do other things because be, being just a poet would make me poor. Make me poor. <laughs> yes, she's also a teacher. Yeah. Yes, it's a joke, and she's great. Yeah, you have to be a lot of hyphenates. Yeah, um, I don't think Osama. So there. Yeah, y'all. He was said, I would die for my art. The colors in the crayon box aren't all there. <laughs> He's missing burnt sienna. <laughs> no brick red. So, um. Periwinkle is gone. And Debbie's like, we had, what about, she's like, what about Casablanca? Night in Casablanca. Well, Sean asked. Sean said. Were you ever there, physical? Were there ever, anything ever physical? And that's where Debbie says. What does Debbie <sighs> say again? And he said, what about the night in Casablanca? And she's like, well, we had some wonderful evenings together with, with wine, cheese, and fine food. He tried to get amorous, but that was kind of like some very white time. So he tried to. He tried to get amorous. He tried to get amorous. And with some wine, cheese, and fine food. <laughs> what, what I love. I love it. Is... And Sean said, so you never talked about bringing him to the U.S. And then I, and then Tim, Tim and Veronica are watching. And Tim, y'all, I think Tim and Poodle have something in common. And her name is Tinfoil Hattie. Because Tim says, what if we found out that Debbie 
was trying to use him for a Moroccan green card the entire time. <laughs> and and Veronica went, no, that would be dumb. That was- <laughs> <laughs> he said, but really, what if Debbie's the biggest scam artist? Shh. That is a that is a poodle. If you and Tim I would got have together, that. I would y'all have that would idea. just start mm-hmm. talking about all your shit. So Debbie basically says the the most I ever sent him was two thousand dollars, and that's and, not a lot and of Johan's money. Like, come on, this man needs help. And, he needs and, help. And, and Danielle's like, "What's your fuck? Shh, X day on, <laughs> on the, the aunt et- way. Yeah, of honey way of honey may. Um, and but Osama's and like, Chris, can I just say when Debbie says that? Chris says, I know, Debbie, we have, you're like me. We have big hearts in helping people. And Jamie dies. And Jamie <laughs> goes, <laughs> and Chris and Debbie goes, yes, right, Chris. <laughs> and at one point, y'all, Osama says, I wanted to sell paintings to people who deserved, who understood my art, not because people were saying, Gabe, I think, says, why can't you sell like paintings like at the at like a street market, like paint someone's caricature again? This is not seeing people where they are. This is saying, I know better than you. That's why that's why I I didn't take it that way. Really? I took it like that's you don't want to work to make money, but that's something in the ballpark of your of being an artist where you could make money. An artist would tell you, I don't do that to But you're an artist. True. If you're not an artist, you don't see life that way. That's so true. I don't think because Gabe even said he was like, dude, I was for you and you're making me look bad. So <laughs> I, I didn't take it with uh, other things I'll agree with, but I'm gonna push back on that. I think Gabe is just looking at it yeah. the way my mom would. Mm. Well, man, you're an artist. Go draw pictures at Six Flags. You can make good money doing that. I bet they have a pension. (laughs) Six Flags pension. My mom loves a pension. So later on, uh, Debbie says, if he reaches out, um, I'll respond. Maybe he could get out by sending me a plane ticket. I'm like, and her son's like, oh, mom. Oh, mom. Yeah, he does say that. And then uh, Sean basically says, well, I don't know where this is going, but we wish you the very best. We wish you the very best. <laughs> Let's take a break. And then that we have a break. And then Debbie goes up to Julian to give her a hug. And she, I think it's time for you to put on the wig, Poodle. <laughs> okay. I think it's time for the first of this season, Toe Tell All Theater. Oshama edition. Oh, Debbie, Oshama edition. I'm going to be playing the role of Julian. Poodle's going to be playing the role of... You guessed it. Sean Robinson. Of Debbie. She looked gorgeous. She looked gorgeous. She was very pretty Okay, you're already starting, I see. And action. Julian. Julian, my boy. Yeah, mom. Thank you for for being here. You're welcome, mom. You got to leave him behind, mom. You know, he didn't look well. He just needs to look like he needs a good meal. Maybe some goat meat. No, mom. Maybe some couscous. No, mom. You can't feed him anymore. I know you love feeding people. You know, I miss Osama, Julian. Honey. My love cave misses him. Mom, I told you I don't want you to talk about the love cave. Mom, look. You got to move on from him. 
You, you yes, I know you said that. Mom. But the shut heart the... wants what it wants, Julian. <sighs> beat of mom, beat Speaking of what the heart yeah, wants, right. Julian, did you see old Jen over there making some eyes at you? Ma, I ma. think she was giving you the glad hand, if you what, know what I mean. glad hand, That's mom. what they say in my yeah, time. Yeah, glad, mom, I think she, she was giving you the come-hither stare, oh, mom. the two fingers. Oh, Mom, I don't know. I mean, What you think? You think I looked okay today? She was batting her eyes at you, giving you the old Daisy May, how does your garden grow? Giving uh, yep. you the old, I don't want no scrubs, because a guy is a scrub is I a guy who can't get no love from me. I do have a job. Mom, you know, if I if I talk to Jen, could I maybe could I maybe tell yeah. her one of your one of your favorite poems? Could you give me a poem to tell oh, her? Oh, that's a good Because I know you planned this, and I'm here, not putting you on the spot at all. Here's a good, I hate you for this. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, fu- I, fa- I fashion sure myself rhymes, a poem. Mom. I love the ones that rhyme. No, I don't like those. <laughs> a woman alone is like a door that's ajar. She needs to feel loved, feel like she's a star. That's good, Mom. Keep going. (laughs) Your eyes half open. Look up at the ceiling. They're filled with fear, but they give me a feeling of joy. Deep in my love cave. You've got a love cave too, Julian. Okay, Mama. You know I don't like when you talk about the love cave. That's going to be the end of that poem. Find her heart (laughs) as you can touch her soul. Then you will find a way to her whole (laughs) self. And sing. I'm going to miss those poems. <laughs> that one rhymed. That one rhymed, Debbie. Good job. Always, always got a poem in her back pocket. <laughs> that Debbie. Always got a poem in I'm her gonna back pocket. I'm going to miss her. I'm going to literally have to have a funeral. I might have to send that wig off like into the West. Or, or, like they did like Nicole, Nicole Jr. Jr. Like that's going to really make me sad. When she leaves. She's going to be back, y'all. Mark my words. I hope so. They're going to put, guarantee you, this scene that we saw. So this scene, that this is my note. This scene that we just saw right now, Debbie and Julian will be on Pillow Talk. 100%. 100%. I agree with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, I think they'll probably be great. Me too. She's going to be so weird. <laughs> She's going to be so weird and he's actually really opinionated. Yeah. I think they'll be great. Good for them. Nicole and Miss Mood. Well, I just want to say, oh, really, before that, um, she was talking about Jen, and then Debbie said, he's like, Mom, you'll find love. And she said, I think I have a different purpose in life now. Oh. It's really, I hope that, I, I hope that she feels hopeful about her Me future. Too. Anyway, yes. Miss Mood, if you're nasty. Again, I wrote, Poodle was right. She wants to call this guy out. <laughs> and Tim said they look at each other like they hate each other. He, and they he do. does hate her in a certain way. She, she hates him, but she is 
for her version of love is so fucked up. And I believe she can see it in other people, but she's so cut off from her own version of it. I want to expand upon that. I think you didn't say this, but I'm just inferring, or maybe you didn't think about this at all, but what's fucked up about her version of love is someone could say, well, Miss Mood's version of love is fucked up. Yep. Miss Mood's version of love is what it's like we talked earlier is the culture is around is learned. It's the religion. It's the cult. It's literally everything and everyone around, at least in his world, mm-hmm. telling him what love is. No choice. Yep. Nicole has choice. She had a choice to decide what love is and how love is defined. Mm-hmm. And the fact that this is where she comes yep. to what love is. Something happened on the way to heaven. And I think it's interesting. He calls, she calls him dictatorial. I think she's just as much so. I think, yeah, I think this is one of her probably least dramatic relationships. (laughs) No, I think, I I wouldn't be surprised if she had physical violence in her past. I agree with you. 100%. Because I think what a a lot of this is, she is not just punishing Mahmoud. She's punishing the men who have hurt her. I 100% agree with you. Yeah. Um and and I love watching them on my television. <laughs> I I I love it. I I will say this this last little these this last episode, she showed parts of her and I went, I see you, I see you. You've been you've been flicking it all the way through, and now you're you're just letting it fly. Two point now that she's in America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? And I would like to watch their happily ever after. I yeah. would. It would be all about punishing him. Yeah. Yep. And so she's in L.A. Yes, he has his interview for his visa in 20 days. So after that, if he gets approved, they could. Did you watch his body language the whole time? He sat there like this, wondering what she was going to say. Um, she, he is on pins and needles, and she was feeling great. It, it's interesting how. You know, she feels so controlled when she's over there, and he's so dead set. It, it's that thing what makes me sad a lot of times about very strict religious code. It's people often get into that because it. I think that having that religious code and set of rules, it lessens their anxiety. And, it, and at first, it, they feel it gives them a freedom to be themselves because yep. they don't have to choose. Yep. But what always ends up happening it's to a people— prison. It imprisons you. And because... Always. Because... Dogma imprisons. Because he is married to her now in his religion, he is imprisoned to do this because he doesn't feel like he has a choice but to Mm -hmm. see this marriage through in the eyes of God. Yep. Yep. It's... It's it's like devastating. Yeah, it really is. Um, So, Sean says... Would it make uh, is it going to make you uncomfortable, Muhammad, if she was the one making money? And he actually said, "No, we're we're married. So what's one income?" Because she moved back to she's back in L.A. because she's trying to uh, get an apartment. I wonder if she's doing job, DoorDash still, <laughs> probably. And she wants to because she knows that she's going to be supporting him. Mm-hmm. So Miss Mood says she's my wife. We are one person. I love you, honey, money. Love you, honey, bunny. We are one person, bunny. And so um, now, did they? I think they said this before, but Sean brought up. So you, 
And again, y'all, you can't feel sorry for either of them because they got, he asked her to get married in a week. Yep. And they, so within that week, y'all, is when she decided to convert religions. Yep. What a fucking idiot. So, and she says, and then she says, I don't know if I fully understood it. And then they ask, I think. Um, yeah, because Sean says, do you think you understood the concept? Yeah. And then Gabe says, uh, what happens? Are you going to, is your kid going to be Muslim? And he says, well, we're going to teach. I'm, I'm going to teach my kid Muslim uh, to be to be um, Muslim. And Gabe says, in America is a free country. What if you had a daughter? Are going to force you to wear the same hijab? It's. That this was is, shitty. This is not the way to talk to someone who you don't even know their culture. You sound like an entitled, closed-minded Dumb American. American. You do. And th- that, it's this, again, it's, I think that's what we were trying to express when we talked earlier in one episode about people asking us about colors and things. It's we're trying not to put our, as we watch this show, y'all, if you watch this show, just think about what if, what if I could somehow separate myself from my quote american values yeah or canadian values did, wherever you are like western world yeah and watch this and think about this from their perspective did you hear what sean said she said sean said would we have these same feelings if we were ra- if we were asking would we ask if they were going to raise the child jewish or, or raise the child christian and no one answered that and that was actually one of the best questions sean i agreed i went fantastic and sean. i don't know why any i was like make them answer that question because it's so true. Yeah, and then basically, uh, uh, and then she said, "This is." He was responding to Gabe uh, Mahmoud says, "I'm her husband, and this is between me and um, my wife," which is true. Which is true. Um, and Nicole says, "It it just feels bad to me to be to be to him talk about what I wear, and." Every time she does this, it appeals to this idea of this perpetual victim that she was just strutting there for the world to see. Yeah. The whole season was that. Mm-hmm. And it made me livid. Um, yeah, Gabe even says, why are you trying to force this religion of, of your this child This is exactly on what she wants. And I thought, he's not. Again, it's that understanding. It's, it's as if it's... a. It would be to me if someone asked me who didn't understand that being gay, who thought being gay was a choice and would say, are you going to raise your child to think that being gay is okay? Yeah. Like they are like, why are you forcing that on them? When I know that it's not about choice, I know that at, at all. And it, But it's like Gabe doesn't understand, again, he has no choice. He doesn't have – now, if he if – he, and also, but moves the, to the yes and breaks away from his religion. I will be, or it changes his value system. I'll be shocked. I don't see that happening. Do you? No. Um, maybe if it, earlier in his life, maybe he's still pretty young. How old is he? He's in his twenties. Um. Uh, but this idea of. Of a, it's very American to say. I don't believe people should force religion on their children. Um. Well, Pollyanna, that's not the way the world works. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying it's right. I, I, I don't, don't actually think that don't, either. I don't believe it is right. Actually, yeah. I think it's horrible. But I'm not going to say that in the context of what someone is doing with their child. Yes, the, because sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? 
That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you say, that's wrong, you're wrong, then the conversation of understanding stops. Thank you. That when you say, I don't believe that, what is the other person supposed to say? Either they say, I agree with you, or I don't agree with you, and then two people just go at one another. It's yeah. a confrontational way to live, mm-hmm. and Americans love to do it. Well, more than anyone, I would say. Um, and then Miss Mood says, I am done. And she throws off her Pulls shackles. the Mother Debbie. I'm dead. She throws, I'm dead. She throws off her, her bangles, her beads and baubles. Her beads and baubles. And she throws off her microphone, liquid wrists flailing. Sashays into out the, of the night. room, probably into a dressing gown. To smoke a cigarette. Yes, with a cigarette holder. Yes. <laughs> and that's, that's your tell-all. All. That's the tell-all part one. That's your tell-all. Nicole Scrangle, baby, 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 don't do it, don't do it. It is, it, and I went, it oh, was, you're loving this. Because she wants them, yeah, she, we already know, but. What a pageant they just played out this whole season. I think these two tell-alls are going to be fantastic. Me too. I think they're going to be really good. I can't good. wait to see Chris get grilled. Um, I'm interested to see what they throw at Rishi as well. Um, I, cause I guarantee you that audience won't understand. Like, why can't you just tell your parents you want to marry an American woman? I guarantee you they're going to get those questions. I wish um, they won't do this cause they don't like to talk about the show within the show. But I wish Sean would say, you know, we've had in the past people like Jenny and Summit. Has she? Maybe she would say that. Has Jenny reached out to you, or did you, to see? I want to find out how little research did Jen actually do about <laughs> Indian culture, because it seems like it was Neil. Yeah, anyway. that's the show. That's the show. America, America, red, white, and blue. Y'all check out my Eurovision wrap up uh, on Tuesday on our Below Deck. Show. I think that'll probably. I think we'll probably do it at the beginning. Why not? You, you're gonna. You're. You won't be able to focus on. Anything. I'm gonna do it whenever I want to do it. <laughs> you won't. Honest. You won't be able to focus on the below deck show. So yeah, check out our below deck podcast. That's on our free feed. Yep. Yeah. Um. 
and go to our Instagram and TikTok where you can see Poodle's you other updates about that. You can see my semifinal that. reviews. Um, I'm not. Maybe I'll be drunk on the beach in Mexico when I do, when I drew the one on Thursday. Uh, and maybe water is wet. <laughs> Because uh, you're wetter. Um, Ooh. I I guess it's good for me to feel this way because I normally don't feel this way about a lot of seasons. I'm not ready for this to end. I, but that's a better place I, to leave us. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I agree with you. I'm usually so fucking done with these people. I could have watched probably two or three more episodes. Me too. Them. Me too. Careful what you wish for, reality gays. Careful what you wish I for. I will not be saying that come HEA time. Hey. No, hey, but B90, a gift. All right, everybody, we'll see you next week. Until then, remember, we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, poodle? And I don't know where any of this is going, but I wish you all the best. 